0: Welcome to episode 23 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man Willie Sailor. On a Wednesday special edition, they're all special editions in my book now. From here on board, it's a, it's just special to do this, to do this show, to do it with Willie, guy I love talking wrestling with. So, um, without any further ado, let's check in with
2: Willie in Austin. What's going on, bud? Oh, it's busy, busy. You know what I thought of yesterday as I was thinking of what I could possibly eat? I haven't eaten, I haven't cooked a meal at my house in a month, at least a month. I've been, I've eaten out uh, for a month straight, and it's not going to get, that's not going to change anytime soon because Virginia Beach is this week, and then Flow Nationals, I don't even come home for one day, go right to uh, Flow Nationals from Virginia. So busy, busy time of year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is, and it feels like, hey, oh, yeah, NCAA is over. It should slow down, right? Wrong. Wrong. It doesn't slow down. It never really slows down for us. So, um, But that's good. It's a good problem to have, I guess, in a way, even though, Willie, I, I worry about your nutrition on a daily basis. I worry that you're getting the fruits and vegetables you require. You're, you're still a growing boy. and I uh, I, mean, I, and this, I worry about your long-term I've been health. I
2: haven't grown since, like, sixth grade, first of all. And second of all. Well, there's directions uh, you've grown. I'm not exactly a fine-tuned athlete right now. I'll be all right. You'll be all right. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, well, good. I'm glad you're you're confident in, in that. So we we got a we got a good show lined up for you. We're gonna yeah, ha- baby. We're gonna have NCAA champion Cody Brewer on. One of the most for me, one of the biggest stories of the entire tournament. Um, and he's gonna be calling in any second now, and we're gonna have him on. We're gonna talk about his amazing run, what he was able to do, and just get get inside his head and feel, what's it like to be that on fire just to be completely unstoppable and he's calling in right now we're gonna add him to the group call cody what's going on man are you there yep yep hey cody welcome on you're on with uh i'm christian this is willie and um first of all congratulations on an outstanding tournament and uh, an outstanding junior season just wanted to um, first start with, ha- has it sunk in yet? You are an NCAA champion.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say so. It, it probably did in the, the day of, but, uh, the day after definitely that I woke up the next day. And I was like, man, I just, I just won nationals yesterday. So yeah. <laughs> it was, it was pretty exciting. It's, it's, it's a crazy moment that you're in. You don't really think about it until it go, goes by really fast. And then you're like, Oh man, I just won nationals. So <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got, a good feeling.
0: It's gotta <gasps> be, a, uh, unreal feeling um cody you're you're a two-time all-american coming in always been really good but what changes uh did you go through or did you go through any changes to go from a really good wrestler to completely scorching a loaded 133 field what what changes did you go through to to get to that point it was it was unreal
1: yeah i would say just just technically um Getting my offense going more, and and I wrestled a lot of good wrestlers in the past. That when I did all american so that that was that was tough, and I knew I was going to have about about the same guys this year that were going to that we going to be real tough. It's just I think the the mentality was different from from uh, different NCAA tournaments. I knew that you know you kind of go from being one of those you know guys that's been ranked not very high in the past, and I believe this year that you know I no matter what what rank I was that I could compete with anybody in the weight class. So I think just my mentality was different as of the first two years just kind of kind of getting used to wrestling on those top ranked guys all the time and, and trying to beat those guys but I knew that with the training that I did over summer and and different things that I'd put in mentality and technique wise that it was it was going to be different this year so.
0: Yeah. Um you mentioned rankings and I'll be the first Uh, I did not have you ranked very high towards the end of the year. You know, you missed some time and you had a loss to hall and we hadn't seen much of you. So I didn't have you very high. Do you pay attention to rankings at all? And if so, did, did that kind of thing that motivate you? Was it kind of like, Hey, we'll, we'll show them. Or did you even know?
1: No, I really, really didn't know that much about them. I didn't, I mean, as long as people have asked me about the seating and the bracket and, and uh, I just, I I really just was, was thankful to be in the bracket. There's, as long as you're in if you're the last seed or the number one seed you, you got a chance to win the tournament so to me it didn't it didn't really uh didn't really change my mentality or anything i you know i i had some time uh where i didn't wrestle so i thought that would that would be the play not a lot of people got to watch me wrestle so at the end of the year i really had to prove that that i was one of those guys in the in the top yeah top ranking area after after uh the matches i had so
0: well, well, you definitely proved that. Uh, just looking at this bracket, it's, it's unreal. You pinned Dom Malone. You major Johnny DeJulius, so which, you know, that's impressive on its own. But Johnny pinned you last year and, and beat you in a fairly controlled match at national duels. And that, for me, was the moment where I was like, oh, my goodness, Cody Brewer is... Is uh and maybe I was really late to the party here, but uh, that that really sent a signal to me. Did it send a signal to you that like wow, I'm I'm a I'm a completely different wrestler potentially from a year ago?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a really good wrestler. He's hard to hard to wrestle. He's got a lot of good uh, got a lot of good funk stuff, and he's he wrestles really solid. And he just uh it, it, well once once I kind of won that match, and and it was a little the first period was zero zero, so it's just kind of nerves are getting going but once I knew I got my offense that that maybe if I can get to his legs, that that maybe the match would be different so and I ended up doing that uh in the match but it's just it was it was kind of crazy that you know I I had him just second round of the tournament so good opponent like that you get to wrestle somebody good early in the tournament is always good so
0: so that was so you think having a a good opponent that early helped you because I mean you you had a good wrestler every round because Don Malone's no joke. And then after him, you majored Camillo, you major Dardanes, uh, you get doubled right away. Um, and was there, I guess, just not a moment where you felt like uh, I'm not going to win this match? I mean, that was pure domination on your part.
1: Yeah, I just, I knew off that first uh, double. We had talked about it a little bit before the match. That's what, what he was going to shoot. And I think I just me feeling at one time that was all I, all I kind of needed. <laughs> I got taken down a lot of the a lot of all my matches first. So uh I don't know, I just I, I think once I felt it once it was it was there, so I was I was alright and I knew how to de- defend it after that and how to get my offense going from it. So I just uh I don't know, I think it was just feeling it one time and then knowing that there was a lot of match left and that I had to keep wrestling, so
0: Yeah. Um You you're now in the spotlight in a way probably you, you've never been what's that been like i mean you wrestled on on national television you won the national championship how has that been what are some of the the changes or the things you've kind of uh, had to experience with the with i guess the whole media angle um now that you're a national champion and it, it's very different from being a two-time all-american now you've won at the at the highest level of the sport so um what's that been like
1: yeah it's been pretty crazy i've you know, I've I've got a lot of support from a lot of people, you know, that I haven't talked to in years and, and just, you know, it's unbelievable that the things that they're saying about me and, you know, the nice things that they're putting on social media or they're saying, you know, they got a lot of, a lot of younger kids, high school kids and elementary school kids are, they're saying they want to wrestle like me. They want to be like me. And that's such a good feeling. That's, you know, that's unbelievable that you could just do your sport and get that many people to support you and, and be behind you and, It's it's incredible. So I I've I've just enjoyed it and take it all in and just keep moving forward. So (laughs) yeah,
0: Willie and I talk a lot about um, really good wrestlers that just for whatever reason maybe they don't pull the trigger and they've got it. And you are a guy who this tournament you I mean you didn't just pull the trigger. I mean you were you were firing a machine gun. You did not stop attacking from all three positions. What does it take, you know? Take us inside the mind of an elite wrestler, because that's a place I've never been, to where you were just firing, firing, firing. And why do you think some guys, despite their talent, um, are are a little reserved?
1: Yeah, I mean, our just our mentality. I mean, I know Coach Cody preaches it all the time that, you know, we're, we're attacking here at OU. That's the style we wrestle. Uh, you know, it just if if we can put points on the board, I've always said if if I put double digits on the board, I was doing something right. So there's the more points I can score, the better. And and especially in there's no lead that's safe. You know, I know a lot of upsets have happened. People have gotten pinned and ended up by a lot of points. And things have happened. You get caught in your back or whatever it is. It's just it's one of those things that you just got to keep keep scoring. No no lead, like I said, no lead safe. And then for the guys that don't attack, I, I would guess I, I've been one of those guys before. It's probably just nerves. Mm. I would think that just you know you're. You're scared of losing instead of going out maybe to win and, and, and try to score points that maybe you're just worried about what what's going to happen when you lose. But you try to block that stuff out. You have doubts, obviously, before you go out and wrestle. But it's just never been, I don't know, the, through the tournament, I just had the coaches put such confidence in me that I just never really thought about losing losing throughout the whole tournament. So
2: Cody, this is kind of the second year in a row that um... – you know, you beat somebody that had beaten you before. Is there like, for for you, is is there like a switch that goes on when it comes to NCAA time? I mean, everybody wants to perform their best at NCAs, but uh, is there a complete um, transformation like you kick it up another notch at NCAA? Yeah, get, I just, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I knew there was just something to prove in March, and that's kind of how the season goes. Uh, I actually remember Jesse Delgado saying something during the year when he was injured and didn't wrestle for most of the year, that it only matters in March. And that's, you know, that's 100% true. Nobody's going to look back at, you know, that maybe the tournaments you had, the duels you had during the year, that, you know, that it only matters in March on the, on the big stage, you know, our conference tournament, our Big 12 tournament, and, and those kind of matches and tournaments. And so it's, I think it's just all about, you know, Coach Cody and the coaches get us really prepared for this. I, I think Coach Cody does a great job of, you know, we kind of we kind of taper back and don't don't do as much when it comes into away time. You know, a lot of I don't know if a lot of teams do it, but you know, some teams are going really hard. You know, up until the tournament, sometimes you maybe get burnt out from that. But all of us, the five guys that went to nationals, all felt really good and just and just relaxed and ready to go because we were prepared because you prepare all year for that. And it just I think when you taper back, you're you're more relaxed and ready to go for the tournament. So.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, how was the uh, how was the reception in Norman when you got back?
1: <laughs> Pretty great. I've had, I've done a lot of great interviews with with a lot of good people, and just everybody's been really supportive of you know of what I did and you know what what the coaches did more than anything. I mean, I went out there and wrestled, but if if it wasn't for Coach Cody and Coach Leitner and Maple and Hal and all the guys that we have on the coaching staff, that you know I wouldn't be in that situation. They got us prepared, and and I. I Give all praise to them. But, you know, I, I think that they should be getting more praise than me sometimes, so
2: because <laughs>
1: wow. they do a lot more than what what a lot of people don't know. So,
0: well, well, Cody. Um, so you're a champion, and one thing you hear a lot of guys that have won multiple titles is that repeating and defending the title. Is a is a lot tougher because now you're gonna have that target on your back. You're not gonna catch anyone by surprise ever again, probably as long as you wrestle. So, have the coaches talked to you about what you need to do moving forward to defend your title?
1: Yeah, it's just we we've talked about you know get, getting back and I'm taking a little time off right now, but getting back and, and getting in the weight room and getting back to wrestling. It's just it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot more work. You know, you you put in a lot of work last year and even during the summer you do and it's going to take more work, but, you know, the pressure, the pressure for me is kind of off. Uh, mm. A lot of people say it's, it's really hard to, to do it again. I agree. It, it's going to be a lot of work, but for me, it's going to be my senior year. It's going to be fun. You know, I'm, I'm going to go out there and, and try to have a lot of fun and and just wrestle. That's, you know, that's what we go out there to do. People want to see you score points. They want to see a show, and, and that's what you got to do. It's, it's, it's not about putting pressure on yourself and the target on my back. I don't. I don't see it if there is one now, because <laughs> wow. I just. I. I don't. You know. I, I don't. I don't look at that, and you know, it's going to be tough because I'm going to probably be in big matches next year where, you know, people. People think I should win, and if, if I don't, that I don't. We, we move forward, and and uh, and it comes down to March. So hopefully I can, I can put it together again with the coach's help and and, and my teammates, and hopefully we can, we can get back there as a team with more guys and and try to win a team title.
2: So. Yeah. Well, Cody, you know we followed your career even in high school as a as a superstar in high school, Um, and then you kind of had this big moment uh, when you beat Logan Steber in freestyle. And uh, I know you're fresh off NCAA title a couple days ago, but um, just curious if you have uh, any freestyle events on your schedule for this summer.
1: Yeah, we've uh, we talked. I talked about it with Coach Cody the other day, and. We've talked a little bit about it. If you know, if, if I wanted to wrestle in the trials and and things like that, maybe universities. But we haven't we haven't gone into too much detail in it yet. What what exactly I'm going to do? But you know, it may, it, it's a possibility. I, I I love freestyle. I think it's great. Um, I don't know about you know, you know, this year if what what's going to happen and what they have on the schedule for us. So we'll see. I know I got a um, Kinder Maples wrestling the trials, so I know that uh, I'm going to. Be training with him and Hayes Winkle if Hayes Winkle's back and healthy, those guys to get them ready for that. So there's a possibility I could be Russell. If if not, I'm gonna help those guys and, and train those guys and get them ready to win 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 a world title. So
0: excellent, Cody. Hey, one last question. Uh, a couple people asked me, and I'm like, I have no idea. And we got the it's, let's get it from the horse's mouth. Are you planning on staying at 33 next year?
1: Uh, I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. It's 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 whatever's uh. Whatever's best for the team. If they if they need me back out at 33, then that's what I'll do. If if I need to move up to 41, then that's that that's what I'll do too. I just uh, see how big I get this summer. See see how much uh, muscle I can put on and
0: yeah.
1: and what I can do in the weight room and, and see wrestling wise how I feel. But yeah, it's whatever the coaches want me to do. Um, sure. I haven't I haven't really
0: figured it out yet, so <laughs> Nice. Yeah, well you definitely got some time. I I uh I hope you enjoy this time. Congratulations, Cody. We really appreciate you coming on, taking some time out uh of your day. I don't know, are you guys on spring break or you got uh you got school
1: today? No, my yeah, my, my spring break was over nationals. so <laughs> Oh, okay.
0: That's nice. Well, yep. yep. En- enjoy um enjoy school, enjoy uh this time and uh we'll hopefully see you soon down the line. Thanks a lot, Cody. Thanks, Cody. Yep.
1: Th- Yep, thank you. Yep,
0: see ya. So there you have it, NCA champion Cody Brewer, in my opinion, one of the the coolest stories of the tournament, and a in a tournament that was rife with uh, amazing stories and drama. Uh, you know, it's it's it is the best wrestling tournament on earth. Um, it's it's a spectacle, and that he was a big part of that. And watching him just dominate, good wrestler after good wrestler, it was. It was
2: cool. So we were pumped.
0: we were pumped to get him on. I mean, that's uh yeah, that
2: was His cool. offensive output was amazing. Right? Like it, it's just what we were
0: talking about like some guys just let it fly and it, you know, Cody Brewer just figured out, you know, a lot of these guys have amazing offense, but he the the confidence to to just go with it, I think is That's what separated him.
2: You know, know? I I know it was kind of a softball question, um, and it's hard to articulate, really. You know, when I ask him, um, does it, you know, do you kick it up a notch? uh, It just, it, it sounds like a dumb question almost. I almost didn't want to ask it, but there is such a dramatic difference into the way some guys wrestle in March, almost as if, and I know you hate it, I know you hate that, that nothing matters except for March, but Cody, he didn't wrestle like that before. I mean, I mean at no point in it had to be a conscious decision. Like I'm going out there and tearing everybody's head off, and I'm going to wrestle the best I can. And I mean, it sounds like a dumb question, but it doesn't look like it was a dumb question. Comparing what he did to the, the past.
0: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a not a softball question because for for him, here's a guy who's been. I mean, you watch a guy; he's been good, 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 good for two and a half years, and he kicks it up, and he looks like one of the three or four best wrestlers at any weight. Um, so it's a it's a fair question, like what?
2: Yeah, I mean, if he God's goes out there, happens. if he goes out there and wins three, two, four, three, you know, three, one, um, it's one thing. I mean, congratulations, great tournament. Even then, NCAA, it would be yeah. something, right? But he ripped
0: everybody apart. I mean and, and Corey Clark, I mean, that's the most lopsided three point win in the history of mankind. Like yeah. that, I mean he that was not a match. That was not a thing. So um man, so cool. I mean uh, that's why you can try to predict and you can try to pretend you know stuff, um, and, and you just you really just I mean, don't know who's gonna yeah, get shot uh, out I of the
2: accept. I accept the fact that I don't know, you know. Uh, we we try to make our predictions based off uh, the best the best information we have, and and, and viewing these guys for uh, the year or multiple years, but you just never know. You just never know what you're going to get, and I accept that fact, and and that's part of what makes the NCAA tournament great. Stories like Cody Brewer ripping everybody's heads off, Zeke Moisey, and you know what. Uh, those are the guy like those kind of performances are the things that you're like man I w- I hope everybody sees this because this makes the sport exciting you know
0: yeah that it's not a um, not I only mean, is- I mean think about NCAA basketball tournament um, you know everyone pretty much knows Kentucky's gonna win like there's not really gonna be uh, any drama there but here are, you've got uh, I mean there's just so many
2: unknown unknowns that can that can happen Wait, and you know, do happen yeah. every year we often talk about. Lately, especially, uh, these close close matches, guys won't pull a trigger. But it's so refreshing to see. I mean, to see what Zeke Moisey did in the semis against Gilman, Um, just, pff, you know, some guy went out there and attacked. And he even did it against Nation. The whistle blows, Moisey's in on an attack. And Cody Brewer, nonstop action, nonstop offense. And so, I mean, those are the things that really – like you hope people start emulating, like go attack. It where it works out for you.
0: Yeah, that definitely does. That's uh, and he's living proof of that. So moving on, where do you wanna go here? You wanna go awards? You wanna
2: go uh senior send off? Oh, I wanna go awards first, brother.
0: Alright, alright, why don't you kick it off? So we got some all discussion. right, so we
2: come up we came up with a bunch of um categories. Last year Christian wrote an article and he will be the guy to determine um all of our college postseason awards and he will he'll will, he'll will write an article um in the next day or so but we wanted to discuss them also on radio live um and i will put in my two cents in certain categories that doesn't mean that christian's gonna agree with them but uh the first one of course flow wrestler of the year and uh of course logan steber
0: yeah i i don't know if there's a even though we had a couple undefeated seasons, it's just nothing compares to what he's done. And it's not just, if you just put this year on its own and you don't have the context of the four national titles, he was the best wrestler all year. So it's not just, um, well, he won four, so you got to give right, it to him. He was, of- he was the best guy this year only. Um, and, and for that reason, I think it, it's a he's a no-brainer choice. And there's a lot of tough choices, but um, he's the one where, you don't really have to think about it. it's Logan all day long.
2: You know, it, it's, it's tough too, because, um, just the same thing with the Hodge trophy. It seems like, it seems like you're, I, I don't know. I feel almost bad that Logan Stieber is going to get it because it's so much of a foregone conclusion. And, um, he seems in a category by himself and that other guys, uh, can't get it because of Logan Steber Um, but that had amazing years, and you, yeah. you know, you talk about uh, Guzdowski, Deringer. Who else am I missing?
0: Um, Gwizdowski, Deringer, and Imar were the three yeah. other so, undefeateds. Yeah. Um,
2: but you know what? Think those about those guys. Those guys in typical years would be, would be um, right up there.
0: But I think that's part of what makes it uh, such an amazing award. The, sure. The, the people that haven't gotten it. Ed Ruth never won a Hodge. I mean, that's crazy, right? That's
2: insane. It's right? insane.
0: I mean, that's more insane than than Ringer or Imar or Gwiz not winning, it, in my opinion. So it's yeah. like, and, and the same token, it's like, man, if you win this, you you have to um, you have to do something really special. So I know. Um, I mean,
2: there's how many? What's that? Four guys that were undefeated. I mean, yeah, it's amazing.
0: And you gotta do it again. And
2: so next year, I you say. Uh, I think the
0: Hodge race next year is going to be particularly interesting because coming into this year, uh, for years we knew this was. I mean, for three, four years we knew Logan was going to win it this year, right? Like, right? You know, once he went undefeated his sophomore year, we knew he was going to win the Hodge by his senior year because we knew Taylor and Ruth and company would be gone and it would be his. So we've known
2: for a while, but now next year it it really ratchets up because yeah, but you know what you say that, but at the same time how many guys as sophomores were lights out and something happened by their senior year where they weren't that guy um
0: well perhaps that happens but not I mean when you have a two time when you're a two-time champion you just won undefeated and the only guy that you... well he
2: I mean he still had to do it he still had to be more dominant than Alex derringer and the rest of the country well but, but it, I mean I mean I'm not trying to say I knew
0: but we we kind of we knew Logan was gonna be. I, mean, I know. I'm saying forever. let's not.
2: Let's not. I, I'm just saying don't diminish it just because. I it, think there's
0: a certain point, a certain level you reach, and um, you just know they're gonna be that guy kind of forever. And there's
2: good guys yeah.
0: that, that. But but when you're the highest of the highest of the highest, um, anyways.
2: Okay, so that's Flow Wrestler of the Year, mm-hmm. Logan Steber. This one, um, this one's killing above me, Willie, above Gwiz and Imar and Derringer. Um, now, here's one that is kind of the complete opposite of a foregone conclusion and, and opposite of uh, a clear-cut winner. Uh, Flow Wrestling Coach of the Year. Um, I have a couple guys listed, um, and Christian, you can tell me your thoughts on them. Uh, Tom Ryan, mm-hmm. Tim Flynn, mm-hmm. Tony Ersland, mm-hmm. and I like, uh, I like what Popolizio is doing. So, um, weighing on that.
0: You've been talking about uh, Coach Popovich for a while, and I think for good reason. Um, it's it's really tough. Coach of the year is so tough because it's like, well, how do, how do you look at it? What what are the things that you put a premium on? Because you've got you know Purdue didn't have any All Americans. Well, you also
2: have to you also have to look at like Tom Ryan won a national title, um, and you have to weigh that against. It's almost like you're competing against yourself, you know, in a certain way. Uh, Tom Ryan won a national title, but at the end of two thousand fourteen, NCAAs, everybody predicted them to win a national title.
0: Yeah, I th- for me, if if it does go to Tom Ryan, it's not just for that they won and they were kind of favorites. So we- what
2: you're saying is you haven't decided yet. Okay? I have not decided.
0: No, I have not decided um, because I believe. So Coach Ryan did it with um, he had major contributions from three freshmen. Okay, which is not easy to it's easy to, ha- easy to have good freshman it's hard to get them all to do well on the big stage and he did um they I mean I've I've watched this st- this team at every stage of the season I saw them in November lose to Virginia Tech and I saw them in December when they lost uh you know they sh- had that bad Cliff King Las Vegas and Costa Cara George had just died and they've just the, the adversity this team has been under and for the, him to keep the message and for whatever he did, and however the entire coaching staff, because let's not forget there's an entire staff in play, um, they did something I think that was remarkable, keeping them uh, afloat when these freshmen could have maybe uh, lost their way a little bit. You know, Kyle Snyder not used to losing. Nathan Tomasello kept seeming to lose in in weird ways against really good guys, and that can impact freshmen differently.
2: Is there something to be said for – march and that talent will always rise to the top like tomasello blue chipper i know i know they're all freshmen but tomasello blue chipper snyder blue chipper Bo jordan blue chipper
0: um i I don't we see blue chippers not do it all the time don't you think
2: Uh, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah so i mean that's that's my i mean to wrestle their absolute best when it mattered the most to not get any points from Hunter Stieber, who I picked to win a title at the
2: start of the year um yeah. uh, it's mean, to, tough to, to absorb to win a national title to win a national title without Hunter Stieber. <laughs> that is crazy i mean crazy. It, and um
0: just to, to to keep that team united through everything Look, they've been through that's the I'm case national, that's I'm the case for him
2: country. I have a national title contender at 149. I'm not going to get any points for him, but we're still going to win the team title. Yeah. Amazing. Because of three freshmen. Uh, you know, okay. Now, Ohio State and all their talent and all their resources and everything that goes into being Ohio State, uh, more or less impressive, Edinburgh taking third.
0: <sighs> That's crazy. Um, it, it's crazy, and they did it again. I mean, they basically did it on the with with just four guys. Um, I guess their four and,
2: guys went twenty three and four, and, in then, the
0: and then Corey Mines made the round of twelve. So it's like part of it's like. Um, well, you know
2: what? It, it, on one hand, okay. So it's when you say Edinburgh took third, uh, it sounds like one thing, but then to say Edinburgh beat Minnesota. Uh, penn state missouri missouri
0: oklahoma state
2: oklahoma i mean now now puts things things into perspective right
0: yeah it really does and there were a lot of i mean shoot i should look right now where did i have them um finishing i did not have them finishing that high i had them 14th in my final rankings uh based on project so i mean A.J. Shop being amazing and and having an incredible tournament and, and they they vastly wrestled my expectations and I knew they were really good but hey Dave Habit just lost to Claygon, and A.J. Shop to Ronnie Perry and you know is Vic Avery really gonna you know he's been what I mean I had him like thirteenth or something. 12th. Well, you see thirteenth? 13th, yeah, thirteenth. Yeah, I had him thirteenth. So it's like he got everyone to pretty much maximize their potential. You could say Habit could have won, but th- to a pretty high degree, um, they. and and that's one way you kind of judge them. It's like, do you get the most out of what you've got? And I think there's no question that that's what Tim Flynn's doing. Um,
2: All right, so you have to make a big decision. Tom Ryan, Tim Flynn, and of course we've talked a lot about uh, Ursula and Popolesio. And I um, think
0: their years are coming. You know what I mean? There's going to be a year where, where it's more apparent. Um... Tony Irvin's going to get All Americans, and, and Papalizio's is going to have a season where he's going to have several All Americans. Maybe next year could be a really big year. For well, him you know, it, it,
2: for those for those two situations, it's a, it's a little different than the others, right? right. I mean, um, you look at the you look at the ability level and the success of the starters from 125 to heavyweight, and maybe even some backups that get mat time, and you say. This entire team's ability has risen because of these coaches. Yeah, they might not be they not might they might not be uh, the creme de la creme, but they're fighting harder than ever. They're com- they're more competitive than they've ever been.
0: Yeah, there's something to be said for for changing an entire culture in a year, which is basically what Tony Irslind has done, and uh, to turn that boat around, um, that that's impressive to me. So. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I think their years are coming. I think it's hard to, to rationalize it without an All-American for Purdue and with Pat right. um I, I feel like his year is coming as well. So um, Okay, so that's Flo down of
2: I, I look forward to seeing who you choose there. And then we'll go, we'll go by year. Uh, flow Wrestling's true freshman of the year. And is there anybody else outside of Kyle Snyder?
0: I mean, uh, PA Bias may suggest Zeke Moisey.
2: Um, no. but I mean, it's Snyder. It, Deke's my homeboy, but Snyder had a better year.
0: Yeah, and the and the an equal NCAA finish, and he beat the returning national champion. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's Kyle Snyder. and I don't think it's close.
2: Um, what was the other? Uh, Kevin Jack was the other true freshman to AA. Right. Um, okay, so that's pretty cut and dry. Uh, as may be. The freshman of the year. That was true freshman. How about freshman of the year? Imar, anybody else in there?
0: Um, I mean, not that's on Imar's level, right? You could not say Nathan Tomasello. He won a title, uh, but not the way Imar did.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. I think okay. Uh, sophomore. Now, the sophomore one gets tricky uh, a little bit. Um, Gabe, Gabe Dean was the only sophomore to win. Uh, he did have two losses during the year. And then, then you got guys like... Uh, Jaden Cox, Jason Sertzis, and Corey Clark.
0: Um, What's tricky? I mean, it's like – I mean, Dean was pretty good all year. What Jaden finish? Um,
2: well, maybe it's not tricky, but, like, uh, you know, for true there, freshmen – really There's some there's really good – There's some really good – There's pretty much nobody else to really talk about. But for sophomore, there's other guys that have great years as sophomore.
0: Yeah, if Sertzis wins, goes two for two, he's in the discussion. If Jaden wins, I would probably – I would probably have gone with Jaden if he had won, because that would have meant he basically went um, undefeated, undefeated except for the All Star loss. Right. Uh, so I would have gone Jaden then, but he did not win. He lost to Kyle Snyder, and he lost. What if to...
2: Sertus would have won? That's
0: one...
2: um, w- if sir, a one loss Sertus national champ versus a two loss Dean national champ.
0: That's when it get, That's the the decision that would have been tough. I I probably would have gone with Dean just because he's. Um, a little more. He's, he scores a little bit more. Although forty nine maybe was a little uh, top more top heavy. I don't know. That'd have been a tough yeah. one. That'd have been a tough one. I think it's Dean though.
2: Okay. Now to junior again. Another um, category that's probably cut and dry ringer. Uh, outside of Logan Steber, is probably the most dominant wrestler in the country. Yeah. Um,
0: a case can be made for for Nick Wizdowski who was incredibly. Ooh. He was incredibly right. dominant for, and uh, you say, for a heavyweight. But just by nature, it is harder to dominate people that are that large, right? Like, he... Well,
2: yeah. it's Number one, people don't typically put as many points on the board at heavyweight. Nick Wozdowski does. Number two, I am of the opinion and have been of the opinion that heavyweight's the deep, one of the deepest weights in the country, much more than 65.
0: Oh, I, I mean, yeah uh i we've been we've been hyping up heavyweight for a while now and mike mcmullen won one tournament in like 6 years at, at the heavyweight class i mean it's just it's been good and deep for so long and
2: Gwizdowski, he, he left how no, about mcmullen though? how about mcmullen 3 2 three, 3 in his career unbelievable
0: that's amazing it it's amazing and it i was
2: glad because i mean well, who am what was i to, gwiz as a freshman gwiz was 7th as a freshman yeah a true, so freshman, seven, a true freshman seven, two, two. true yeah. freshman
0: mind you um so he went so he went he's gone 711 has Gwizdowski. um i, I think i mean 711
2: yeah. yeah so so you're junior ringer or gwiz
0: Ah, uh, stay tuned on that um i'm i'm i don't want to say i want to leave some uh, speculation yeah. i've made the case for both um but tell me what, why i'm crazy if i pick gwiz cuz i feel like everyone's going to just say oh ringer well, I don't
2: think I don't think well, you're crazy, because you're
0: smart too, Willie, like me. Uh, but not everyone <laughs> may think. But think about it. Think about Guiz. Just think about it.
2: Okay. And then senior, obviously Logan.
0: Yeah. Um, was
2: there any other? What other seniors were there that was?
0: Um, let's think. Um, oh, another junior to consider is Brewer. But I mean, his regular season was such that I don't know if he can be considered. Though he was. He laid waste to an entire NCAA bracket, so maybe. Well, I mean,
2: in a very basic level, he had a loss, and Ringer he had a loss to a non All-American, and Ringer and Gwiz were undefeated.
0: Um, other seniors that won titles, you've got Kyvan Gadsden, um, but he lost to Spencer Johnson this year, so that's a backup. A, a backup. Um, true facts. Um, others that won: Matt Brown um, mm-hmm. could be considered um, 49 who to shell. So the, those are the, uh, other seniors. Um, good.
2: so it's Logie, Logie far and away. Now let's go on to some kind of more creative. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Creative categories. those are kind of stock categories, a uh, wrestler of the year, coach of the year and uh, a wrestler per grade. But, um, how about who's your best takedown artist in NCA's this year? This,
0: this one's crazy to me. Cause takedown artist for me, it's like, how many? Not, it doesn't have to be how many ways you can take people down, but but the variety of ways you score on your feet, I think there is something to be said for that.
2: I mean, and, I guess you could, I guess you could word the the award a little different. Best, best guy on your feet. Best guy in neutral. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the, the names that pop in my mind are, are Ringer, Logan Steber, and Gwiz. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, and,
0: and I think I'mars in that category two. Oh yeah
2: I'm R2, right?
0: Um but watching I, I feel like it's it's still Logan, right? Like Yeah. I mean slide bys. I mean he's got it all. He's just he just has it all in and, and, um he he gets a takedown in the first thirty seconds of almost every match. Like he's scored. Well I,
2: I kinda I kinda lean Logie too. I mean he's so dynamic. I, I think Ringer's about Ringer's offense is amazing. It's about as safe as you can get uh, he's so powerful. You, you know, he's one guy. He's one guy. We see we see a lot of guys take shots, and, and they wind up in scrambles, and their legs are getting passed. Not not Ringer, not often anyway. I mean, he's taking shots. They're safe, crisp, uh, good head position, um, not in danger of getting countered. So I, I like Ringer too. Um, and yeah. then, you know, Imar with his upper body stuff is amazing. Yeah. I feel um,
0: like in a year or two it's going to be kind of Imar's world.
2: So uh-huh. Ring Logie Gwiz, I'mar, we're kind of leaning Logie. We'll see who you pick there. Yeah. How about best top work? I mean, I have it to, I have it down to two guys. Yeah, I think uh, you got to Shop, lo- Shop and Logan Steber. Right. And um this
0: this one will be tough. Um, Shop is is so top reliant, right? Like he has to um, he, yeah. he's maybe one of the most feared, but when you talk about just getting turns and turns and turns and pins it's and that's what you know top work is i think it's it's logan again right i I know
2: who else is um i mean it it begs the question it begs the question now you know logan had a couple losses over the course of his career um but he did have four titles but it begs the question maybe even if we just look at this year was logan steeper the most complete wrestler ever
0: Ever. Wow, that's hard. It's hard for me to say that. I mean, Kale was Name, pretty freak it. Kale was pretty freaking good on the mat, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, uh I, do you think he turned people at the rate that Logan did? I don't know. He, he won the Hodge
0: like twice. He, I mean, never
2: I don't know. He turned a lot of people. I think he had a lot of uh, people. Okay, so let me say this though. <laughs> Let's boil it down to this. Logan Steber as a senior more or less dominant than Kale Sanderson as a senior. Oh, I I couldn't I couldn't speak to
0: that. I don't know. Um, potentially, yeah. I don't know. He had, I mean, Logan had a one point win. Um, I I don't know if Kale would have had a, a win that close. Um, you know, this is something that can be looked up and and, and found out, but it's not. The, I don't have that information in front of me to know for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't need. I, I would I would imagine.
2: It, a, Something that maybe I feel like the, the
0: recency makes you think it's Logan, but I think if we look back, it'd be like, "Wow, Kale!" Yeah, no, I mean Kale I'm, not saying, have a close I'm not
2: saying I have the answer. I say uh, I'm saying it begs discussion, and maybe the fans at home can uh, voice their opinion and write something yeah. down below. But um,
0: it is right. a question. Like it's a it's a it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing to be discussed. It's not uh,
2: uh, off the wall. Okay, so uh, best on top, leaning Logie again. It's going to sweep. He's going to sweep uh, it. Right. Okay. So now it's here, about time here, he gets some awards. Here's, here's one I like. Biggest moment of the ho- uh, entire season.
0: Oh boy. Biggest is so it can be whatever you want it to be, right? Um, well,
2: I mean, okay. So let's say last year the most jaw dropping, like oh my god, moment was Green Ness. No. Oh my gosh. Yes, it was. Yes, no, it, it was, not. was. Oh come on. See you. Last year, the biggest draw dropping moment was Ness and Green. No, it I don't wasn't. know.
0: Are you gonna say Ruth?
2: Ruth and Dean. Okay, that was like, oh my god! I wasn't even at the scuffle. I'm starting to get text messages. My phone blew up. Twitter's going crazy. Why? Why is that any more uh, ridiculous than Steber
0: losing to Zane? I, I think those are almost identical. I mean,
2: well, lo- you didn't say you didn't say Steber losing to Zane. You said Green losing to Ness.
0: Okay, well, I'm. But I'm telling you that what's the difference between those two? If you think one, why not? Zane Rutherford is a true freshman. He beats a two-time national champ.
2: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't know. The I mean the wrestling world. I guess in both cases the wrestling world kind of went a little bonkers. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just that's like I don't, the Dean Ruth thing is like a thing. Uh. Like I remember when Douglas beat Mike Tyson. Like I know where I was, I know what time was. I, I know what time it was. I know who was where I was sitting. Same thing with Dean and, and, and Ruth. But I don't know if you're saying. Anyway, so <laughs> this year, what was your biggest moment this year? Uh, just a moment. I, I thought the.
0: <laughs> I mean, and I think uh, just based on the feedback we got from the community, the Waters Gilman mayhem. Oh, yeah. Of national duels was the most discussed, most um polarizing, most uh, – I don't know. It kind of took over our site, and um, people were, just could not get enough of that controversy. Um, the biggest moment at NCAAs for me was – and I think this is – if you were there, oh, my gosh. When Zeke pinned Gilman, that place came unglued to, Un-Glued. to the highest degree. I'm commentating. I cannot – because I'm commentating another match, and I'm just like, why am I even talking? You can't hear. I can't even hear myself. Um, it, it was the place just went banana sandwich. It was
2: that was that was like um temporal too. Like it, the situation of that because. Uh, Everybody in America that's a wrestling fan was glued in, and it's the first match of the semifinals, right? And we're all jacked up and jazzed up, and we can't wait to get started. And the whistle blows, and it's, what? You know? Like, takedown, cut. Takedown, cradle, pin, 52 seconds. Uh, Adrenaline, there's hair standing up on the back of your neck, except me, because I don't have any hair. But, I mean... That has to go down as one of the biggest moments. I mean, there. Uh, put it this way: that Zeke, that Zeke thing, almost made like Kevin Jack beating Carter like not even a big deal.
0: Yeah. Oh, it it totally overshadowed that. Especially, you know, C- Carter was going to make the semis, but we kind of feel like we know how that was going to go, and he was going to get, and he still got third, which was probably where he was on on the pecking order. Though I think he should have had his opportunity against Port. Um, you know he. He lost to Kevin Jack, so um, I felt I, I felt like Zeke was ha- the moment because th- with the entire arena rooting against Iowa, uh, that you know, it's not like that was West Virginia fans; that was people wanting to see Iowa lose.
2: Yeah, and, but another thing about the Zeke thing was like, it, if it happened in the third period or second period, I don't know if it would have been. It's the way it happened. Like somebody with absolute no regard. <laughs> <laughs> for for, for any, I mean, life. he just went out there and like wanting to rip somebody's head off, and got a pin in fifty seconds, and it was just all inspiring. Like it was amazing.
0: It was incredible. So,
2: was... so, do you would you take would you take Zeke over oh, Zeke's pin over Waters Gilman or Miller Rabuda as biggest moment of the year?
0: Oh shoot, uh, Miller Rabuda is definitely in the in the category biggest moment. Um, I, I think the the one that the community was the most um united in discussing was was miller real but i think the one that just uh, i don't know i would put zeke pinning gilman on third there personally behind waters gilman miller real budo and um then zeke
2: yeah well i think that's a category that you know merits they all bear a mention when you do your article but um all right, we, we want to get the senior sent off, but first, uh, I like this category a lot. I'm going to kind of run through it really quick because we want to get the seniors. But Breakthrough Performer of the Year, and I'm just going to rattle off names, and you tell me which of the group you like. Okay. And which, and which you say, he's not a breakthrough guy. We knew about him, so you're crazy. Okay. Zeke Boise, Cody Brewer, Brandon Sorensen, BJ Claggan, Le'Veon Mays, Ryan Taylor, Kevin Jack, Sal Mastriani. Gio Martinez, Alec Pantaleo, Ethan Ramos, um, not Bojo. We saw him coming. Ty Wilps, Blaze Butler, Kyle Crutchmer, Ty Walls.
0: Yep, some good ones in there. Um, I did When I did some preseason preachings, I hyped up Mays and Crutchmer pretty well. Um, so I felt like I saw them coming, just watching them compete. Same with Blaze Butler. So those were guys coming into this year I felt good about. Brandon Sorensen for me. I watched him, and I thought, good wrestler, solid, not going to be you know a hole by any means, but he was a national title contender. Um, and I mean,
2: Zeke, okay, so Zeke Moisey um, had a lot of losses, comes through, makes the finals. Cody Brewer. Uh, that's a breakthrough. Bre- Brewer's a breakthrough in that even though he was That's a breakthrough, good- right? I mean, he's 7th, 8th, and then just dominates everybody. Brandon Sorensen. Not even sure if he's going to be a starter. Loses to a a guy who is eventually a backup and then does nothing but um, beat the returning NCAA champion. B.J. Klagen, tight ones with Sertis. He's an All-American. Le'Veon Mays, um, terrific season. Ryan Taylor was the two-seed at one point. I mean, people were picking him to win a title. Uh, Kevin Jack beats Devin Carter. Mastriani beat Devin Carter. Mastriani, like, uh, I didn't even know, like, he was good, to be honest with you, and he had a great season. Gio Martinez um, had a, a terrific season. Pantaleo, terrific season. Ethan Ramos makes the semis. Yeah. Um, Ty Wilps-, Wilps is
0: one. Um, Wilps is a, is one for me because I just always viewed him outside that nucleus of four, not someone that that was going to ever win those matches. And he proved. I mean, dang, near won a national title.
2: He right. I mean, we talked. We talked all year. Your- since beginning of the season, before the season started, about the Big Four, well, Ty Wilps was in that. There was really five, And the Big Four kind of got
0: broken up. I mean, Crutchmer beats Evans. Um, so the Big Four really maybe weren't even as, as big as we, we hyped them up. I'm glad – I, you know, this may sound wrong. I'm glad they're gone. Uh, I'll just be glad to have a new era at 174. And, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be yeah. – I think it'll be better that way. All right, we got to get to seniors. All man. right,
2: we got a full 10 minutes for Okay, wait, one last thing. Most exciting wrestler in the NCAAs. Uh I I say Dylan Ness is the most exciting. Well, he didn't get to have his
0: moment you said at NCAAs. Um Well, ma- maybe in, throughout in, the course of history, um right. you you can't look away when Dylan Ness met, but he didn't have that moment. Uh, Isaiah Martinez I think is the most exciting for me. Yeah. Uh yeah. But it was just because he can be in such precarious situations and and find a way to score. I mean, uh, Logan just wins in, in, in a way that just doesn't. You're you you do not even get your heart rate up because it's just like, it's like oh, there done. he goes over. Um, yeah. It just Imar does it in such a different way.
2: Okay, we got a full ten minutes for senior send off, um, and these are some guys. Tell me, let me know if I um, didn't identify somebody that yeah. you think, but 125, Alan Waters, um, so steady over the course of his career. I don't think he would, uh, I think he would even say that he didn't, didn't have the NCAAs he won it over his four years, but so darn steady and the top seed his senior year. Um, Jesse Delgado, you know what? You look back, eerily similar career, not mm-hmm. in style, but yeah. career to, to Matt McDonough, who was the guy that he beat to put us all on notice that he was for real.
0: Right, yeah, it's a, it is a little ironic, but perhaps it's more – I mean, we've seen 125s, just their their bodies – I mean, is it just a coincidence that they're 25-pounders? But Nickerson and um, – shoot, it, my, I just spaced on – Escobedo. Was Escobedo. On, so we, we've seen it. Um, their the bodies don't hold up. Is it because they're 25-pounders? I don't know, but maybe that's the trend. But, yeah, it's certainly ironic and, and eerily so – to see Jesse and he's someone I'm going to miss. I felt like he got a I can't stand people that, that that would say he he's not he doesn't attack and he's just all counter. I I, I never know. I never viewed him that way. I never, I never viewed
2: that I watched
0: him beat I watched him beat McDonough. I mean, he took it to him. It wasn't just passing legs, and beat he beat. I watched him beat Mega He took it to him. No, it's
2: because it's because they watched the Nation match and everybody made these sweeping judgments.
0: People love to make one match the story on a guy. You right. wrestle nation Garrett, freaking see
2: It's not,
0: and the, and they neglect the fact that the takedown he eventually did score was off his single leg. Like that's yeah. lost in in history because people want to make it about oh Jesse's just a a star. Right, Jesse, they make
2: about the first minute of the match. Um, another guy, Tyler Cox. Oh my gosh, one, you know he's the one of the most. Was, I mean, he's never wrestled. wrestled seven years match. old and was never you know the the absolute best but he was damn exciting um 133 saying goodbye to chris dardanes and aj shop thoughts on them um aj good enough to win
0: a title the last two years didn't get it done but man i'll, I'll never forget seeing him point that thumb at the sky and uh terrifying other 33 pounders and and chris dardanes just steady uh you know tough tough way to go out for him you know you got to feel like he, he feels like he left some something out there but
2: great career both him and and at 141 nick dardane's um su- such a steady career that, i mean they could basically uh right hang beat anybody on any given day and and great careers we'll miss them too uh also at 41 logie of course i mean yeah like i said earlier you got to Asked the question, was he the most complete wrestler ever, or at least as a senior? Um, Devin Carter, Mm. uh, my notes here say, well, that went fast. Because, man, it seemed like yesterday Devin Carter jumped on the scene as a freshman. Yeah, he
0: he came out as a true freshman, lighting guys on fire, lost in the round of 12. Uh, It was actually still his fifth year because he had a red shirt kind of in the middle there. Uh, I'll I'll miss watching Devin, and I got to know him, you know, just living in Virginia, following him a lot. Just a class act guy. Uh, and just so fun to watch. Let it fly. Attack for seven minutes. And um, if they ever get rid of the four-point tech, they should call it the the Devin Carter rule because he had, <laughs> he led the had led the NCAAs. Another one, Mitchell Port. I feel like history is not gonna remember how freaking good Mitchell Port was.
2: I know, right? Um, I mean, and DC too, right? Uh, yeah, Carter under under, under normal circumstances, Carter and Port would probably be national champs.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's that's not hyperbole. I mean, they were they were so dang good. Um, and Port is a more worthy. I feel like people are gonna look back and be like, "Oh, Logan beat Mitchell Port. What's a Mitchell Port?" And uh, if if you if anyone ever says that to you and you're out there, listen. You tell them Mitchell Port was that dude. He was about one of the most complete
2: wrestlers. Now we we know this, and we know how good Carter and Port were because we were witness. But like, in twenty years from now. People might not know how good Mitchell Port and Devin Carter were because, they, you know, if you're not a champ, they don't, they don't recognize how good you were. But think about the guys that Logie beat: Ramos, Oliver, Carter, Port. Unreal, unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, moving on to 149. Our, our seniors, uh, Drake Houdashel goes out on top. Opposite of that, Josh Kindig. Man, tough way to go uh. out for him. Um, Chris Villalonga, you know, there's two Blair Academy grads in this group of seniors um, that I was kind of, you know, I I followed their careers really closely in high school, and I was glad to see them finally get on the podium, like, um, maybe not the careers that everybody had thought, but really, um, really encouraging to see them um, get on the podium. That's Chris Villalonga and Max Huntley at 97, and then also at 49, David Habit, I mean... Habit was a good, not great recruit coming out, and he threw himself in the national title contender this year. Um, so, who to shell, dig Chris Villalonga, and David Habit at 49. Yeah, good
0: not. for Chris Villalonga getting uh, over the hump and kind of shedding what would have been, a, I believe, an unfair label as maybe a, a bust since he didn't win um, titles on titles. But good, good career for him. He was always solid, solid, solid. 57. Uh, 57. Dylan Ness. Yeah. The top five most exciting wrestlers at NCAA: Dylan, 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 and Dylan. He was the man. <laughs> Do you get that reference?
2: No, I don't understand. What, what
0: Chappelle show? Look it up, kids. Um, Dylan's. <laughs> well, I'm gonna miss watching him. Uh,
2: and then James Green. I wish James Green would stay in college for like ten years. I just love watching him wrestle. I always loved watching him wrestle. Um, and and so Green and Nass, man.
0: Yeah, gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss I always like Josh Demas, my brother, who Josh does Demas, my brother yeah. doesn't even watch wrestling, but uh, I showed him some stuff of Josh Demas and he always asked me, He's like, How's Demas doing? Huh?
2: Has he gonna <laughs> win a title here?" I'm like, Ah, oh,
0: you never know, man, he's pretty good. So uh, I'll I'll be
2: uh missing yeah. watching him. He was But we funny. get to see a Demas in a couple years. There's a little one Dumb. hopefully it bring back the memories for Josh. Yeah, but, no uh, doubt. 65 has a trio, uh, Nick Sulzer, Taylor Walsh, the pinning machine, and and Mike Moreno.
0: Yeah, Moreno, a tough way to go out, but, man, he was he was right there to make the finals and just, man, didn't have it in round one and just uh, speaks to I the— I saw a
2: Facebook post by him. He, he, he made I saw a Facebook that too. Post of his, uh, the picture of his singlet, and he said, it took me an hour to take this singlet off, uh, best five years of my life. I wouldn't trade it for anything, and it really shaped my— um, character and this and that, and it was, you know, it's heartwarming, man, It's and crushing at the same time. Uh, Mike Moreno, great career.
0: Great career, Mike Moreno, Nick Sulzer, um, Pierce Harger as well, another one, man, just kind of a th- – these guys, there's nothing romantic about this sport so many times. It, it just buries you. Um, it doesn't care if you're hurt or not that someone's ready to rip your head off. So you don't always get the end that you maybe think you worked for. So it's um, that's kind of why we're doing this. It's cool to recognize these guys. They gave so much. They gave me so right, much that's enjoyment. I
2: love. I love every year doing the senior send off because it's just great to reflect on all the careers. And I mean, for me, doing this is a way to say thank you um, for giving me the enjoyment of watching you wrestle and your and your great performances. Um, yeah. But at 174, you have the big four. Kokish, uh, such a class act it felt like. Oh my like- gosh. Felt like if you weren't attached to Iowa or Minnesota or Penn State, um, he was your guy. A lot of people were rooting for Robert Kokish because of the sportsmanship and the, and the class and dignity uh, displayed by him. Um, and then so I have the Big Four down here in Ty Wilps. Uh, you talk about a, a untalked about guy in Ty Wilps. Uh, so that's one seventy four.
0: Yep. Thank you to those guys and miss watching y'all wrestle. Eighty four. Max Thomasite. Um, Man, is he maybe the best guy to not? I mean, I don't know this. I'm just throwing it out there. He's one of the best guys to not play. So, I mean, there may be yeah. better, but man, he was dang good year year after year. And um, you know, he lost to he lost to Nate Brown. He lost to Hayden Zilmer. You know, it's like, man, it's a, it's a tough freaking tournament. You know, it's he didn't really lose to anyone that um, he didn't have a bad loss there. It's just that's just how it goes sometimes. This tournament, chews you up and spits you out.
2: 197, I alluded to him earlier. Max Huntley made, like, a jumped levels this year to get on the podium. It was nice to see him do that. And then Scott Schiller, uh, stalwart in the back half of the Minnesota lineup. Um, And, and, you know, probably 18 months ago, not 18 months ago, maybe 15 months ago, we thought he was, like, the leading candidate for a national title.
0: Yeah, yeah, things can change quickly. But um, solid, solid career, three-time All-American. Kyvan Gadsden. Man, uh g- gave us the most electrifying moment of the NCAA finals in my opinion and um uh I'll I'll never forget watching that watching him load up that throw and go for it and um man, he was a uh, we're not going to forget him anytime soon for how good he was.
2: And, and then heavyweight, uh a couple guys here. The first I'd I say Spencer Myers, you know, he he All-American as a true freshman never really seemed to regain that form. Um, but it had, a, had a great career this year, played football as well. And then uh, Big Bobby Telford and uh, Mike McMullen, who, like we said, every year at NCAA has only lost one match, an incredible thing to do from a freshman to a senior at heavyweight.
0: Yeah, especially uh, not this year, but last year he lost early to Marsden and mm-hmm. just uh, torched the backside en route to a third, pinned Chalfont for third place, so... Uh, yeah, and definitely really going to miss McMullen.
2: You can't mention McMullen without without saying how uh, fun he was to watch and and let it all hang out and did some non-heavyweight type stuff.
0: Yeah, yep yeah. So um without any further ado, thank you to all the seniors, uh, and the thank ones we named and the ones we didn't name. Um, y- you helped make this an amazing season, and we loved watching you wrestle. We wish you luck if you're going to wrestle freestyle, if you're done with wrestling, if you're going to coach, whatever you're going to do. We uh, we know you're going to tear it up because you're, uh, you're incredible competitors, and, and we thank you. So, um, Willie,
2: you got anything else for
0: him before I send it
2: off? No, that's it. A uh, couple championships seasons coming up. Uh, Virginia Beach and Flow Nationals, Folk Nationals out in Iowa. It's a good time of year. Uh, thank you, Christian, for having me.
0: Yep, thanks for doing it, Willie. We'll see you guys next time, likely next Monday. We're done for the week. But we thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time, 9 a.m. Central. Thanks a lot, guys.